Hi, everyone. I'm Sean McCracken, news editor for Hotel News Now. Welcome to the Hotel News Now podcast. Uh, back in November, Hilton was named the number one best place to work by Fortune and Great Places to Work, marking the first time a hospitality company had claimed that top spot. Although Hilton has been a perennial contender for the on the list for years and years, uh, rank regularly ranking near the top. So today, I'm joined by Hilton Senior Vice President and Global Head of Talent, Christine McGinnis, to talk about how her company achieved the prestigious honor and what it means for their business. Christine, how are you doing today? I'm good, Sean. Thank you so much for having me. So I I, I really did want to just check in with you. I know I, I regularly see, you know, every year that Hilton is high up on this list and obviously this year as high as you can get on the list. Like, what does it mean to you and does it validate what you guys are trying to accomplish on, on the people side? Yeah, you know, I would say being named the number one best place to work in the world by a great place to work in Fortune this year is is almost a century in the making. You know, our founder, Conrad Hilton, set out to build this company in 1919, so over 100 years ago. And he did that with the recognition that people and service were at the heart of hospitality. And so, you know, we recommitted to this intense focus on our culture when Hilton entered its current era in 2007, sparking a new period of growth in our people and in our business. And we've carried that legacy through to the present. Um, and we have celebrated this recognition with immense pride. Um, it's it's a proud moment. It's a humbling moment. You know, this recognition validates what we have long believed, which is that we feel that we are an engine of opportunity a beacon of hope in this world, um, and we're incredibly proud to be the number one world's best per- workplace. What's what's even what's even cooler, I think, is that this recognition is a result of positive feedback directly from our team members. So over 460,000 team members across 124 countries and territories were surveyed, um, and that's what garnered us this recognition. So it's truly a testament to the supportive, collaborative, flexible culture that we have worked to build for our workforce. Um, and it's a huge motivator to keep striving to be the best. I imagine just in a general sense, I mean, the last few years with a bit pandemic and everything, um, hotels have not necessarily been viewed by everyone as as a desirable place to work just because it seems mm-hmm. so volatile. But, you know, a distinction like this probably goes a long way in just letting everyone know, like, no, this is this is an industry you want to be in. And this is specifically a company you want to be in. Yeah, absolutely. So speaking of that, I mean, you've been with Hilton for over a decade, if I'm correct, um, working in, you know, various HR and people focused roles. Like what's the overarching goal you guys are trying to achieve every day at Hilton for the people within the company? Yeah, I'd say we're really committed to building a strong culture for our entire workforce. So from our frontline hourly employees and to our corporate employees, um, we have a really big for all approach. Um, And we prioritize an unwavering focus on creating a workplace that's inclusive, one that offers strong growth opportunities, is driven by our founding purpose, um, and provides the kind of support that empowers our team members to bring their best, most authentic selves to work. And so there are four key areas that we really focus on. Um, The first is really ensuring that we offer an equitable and welcoming workforce that represents the many cultures, backgrounds, and viewpoints of the guests and communities that we serve. You know, we have locations, as I mentioned, in more than 124 countries and territories around the world. And so diversity is core to what makes Hilton special. We celebrate many cultures 
backgrounds and viewpoints representative of the guests and communities in our um, in our hotels. In fact, just last year, Fair 360, formerly Diversity Inc., welcomed us into their Hall of Fame um, after we had earned the number one ranking on that on that spot. So that was pretty amazing. The next area I would say is our proactive approach to supporting team members and caring not only for themselves, but also for those closest to them, whether that's their children, parents, siblings, pets, or anyone else who needs care. Um, it, that's why we launched a Care for All caregiving initiative recently, which really this is a robust platform of tools and resources to support any mental wellness and caregiving needs that team members may encounter. So there's that focus on inclusion, wellness, Next is around growth and finding focus on providing opportunities of growth for our team members. We have some educational opportunities, um, including complimentary courses through our Hilton University, which is our internal training um, resource. We have upskilling for our people leaders. We have partnered with Guild to offer debt-free education to all employees. Um, and then we have some pretty big leadership and developmental programs. And finally, I would say this is all anchored in our United founding purpose. You know, for more than a century, team members have helped fulfill Conrad Hilton's founding vision to, to, fill, to spread the light and warmth of hospitality throughout the world. Uh, and even in the most challenging times through the COVID-19 pandemic, I would say our team members never lost sight of that purpose. Um, our team members found ways to deliver exceptional guest experiences to have a positive impact on the communities that they are in and to help bring moments of joy and kindness to life through travel. Um, so those are that's kind of our four key areas that we're focused on and the grounding um, framework for, for everything that we're trying to do and build here. It's interesting you bring up the education piece because it was not that long ago that we we wrote about um, the programs you guys were doing in, in the earliest stages of that. I'm wondering how that's evolved like has has the up uptake on that been been good and what are what are you guys kind of seeing in terms of benefits from that yeah we're seeing we're seeing a lot of interest in it i think um one thing that has been you know proven true is that the variety in which certifications and degrees and things that people are interested is what we're seeing we're seeing a lot of people for their culinary certifications some looking for you know ged type equitive you know, um, certificates, uh, many going to associate's degrees, bachelor's degrees. So there's a wide different, uh, a lot of different ways I would say in which people are using that program, but it is having the traction and we are seeing, you know, a reduction in turnover in the population of the people that do participate in that, which, um, which is great to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember at the time, a lot of the discussion was obviously you want these people to grow with Hilton and provide yep. a benefit to the company, but also even beyond that, even if this opens up opportunities to them in the, the greater world, that that's still, that's still a win for Hilton as, you know, an enriching workplace. Absolutely. You know, we have, I would say over a hundred plus job types and categories in our hotels and across the world that, you know, hopefully people could learn a new skill set and take another job within Hilton, but either way, it's providing growth, growth opportunities. Yeah, so um, and this, this is the, my next question is kind of in line with that, but, you know, the last few years have been, um, even before the, the COVID-19 pandemic, labor has been kind of the hot button issue within the hotel industry. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, the availability of labor, the ability to attract new labor, keep you know, retain the the labor force you have currently. 
I mean, how, yeah. what, what are you guys doing to um, kind of overcome that challenge? And has it gotten any better or less challenging recently? Yeah, I would say it, you're absolutely right. It does remain one of our industry's biggest challenges. Um, and I think the hospitality industry in particular experiences some unique workforce dynamics due to things like the long-term impact of COVID-19 on staffing levels, uh, evolving employee needs. Um, so, you know, I would say it's it's shifting. It's not nearly as acute of an issue as it was right coming out of the pandemic and in the pandemic. Um, uh, but we we do have some targeted things that we're doing to help, you know, attract and retain our talent. Um, with our recruiting engine all over the world, we hired over 100,000 people into our ecosystem every single year. Um, and so we take an innovative approach to hiring and recruiting, I, I think. Uh, we partner with our hotels to support their needs through some virtual hiring events and same-day hiring events. We've shortened our application process. That was some feedback we got from candidates that were dropping off throughout the process was this is too long and onerous. So we went in and we shortened that and made it a more frictionless experience to apply for jobs. Uh, we've partnered with Daily Pay to offer earned wage access to our team members in the United States where they can um, access their wages uh, on a more frequent basis than every other week. And then we're also looking at new ways of scheduling uh, and how we can increase flexibility across the full team member experience and increase flexibility for populations that you might not traditionally think can have flexibility in how they do their jobs. We're also, I would say, looking at our competitive benefits um, to make sure that we have an offering that allows employees to recharge, prioritize their well-being, whether that's expanded family leave, our amazing travel perks, the caregiving tools I mentioned. Um, you know, we talked about the career growth opportunities that we have right now, more than 4,500 open positions that ranges all the way from frontline roles to software developers, to food and beverage, to supply chain, to finance and so much more. Um, and, you know, so that's kind of our approach to how, what we're thinking about making Hilton like a desirable place to work and stay. Um, and we are seeing travel demand continue to be strong mm -hmm. as people are pri prioritizing wanting to take new experiences post pandemic. Um, and at the same time, we are continuing to open more than one hotel a day around the world. Um, so we do have, I would say, some endless opportunities. Um, and we are always looking for people who are passionate about hospitality or interested in the travel industry. Mm -hmm. It's so interesting you bring up the... Um to jump back to something you said earlier there, the kind of more frictionless application process. As somebody who like works, has worked in this space for a long time and I'm sure has put a lot of thought and care into these things, why why do you think it's taken so long for um, the people side of businesses to, to think the same way that e-commerce does? Like, don't we want to make it easier to, for people to apply to work for us than, rather than harder, just like the way we want to make it easier for them to spend money with us? Yeah, I know. I don't know why it's taken so long, um, but it, it's, it makes total sense, right? You want to expect the same thing that you get in your personal life and in your hobbies at work and in applying for jobs. So it, it's, it, it makes sense. And I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, this is based on nothing. There were, there seemed to be for like a long time, this culture of like part of getting a job was proving that you really wanted it. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a remnant of that, but I hope not. Cause that's a kind of dreary way of thinking about it. No, I know. No, I think it was <laughs> hopefully that they're focused on other, other things, but yeah, yeah, it's good that people have come around. So Hilton's a, an interesting 
place in terms of you know these like best place to work rankings and and everything and obviously hilton set up the same way that most of the big at least u.s based hotel brands are where you know you you own the brand business you you manage a good portion of the hotels that have the hilton name on it but also there's also a huge portion of the business, you know, of these Hilton branded hotels that you guys don't manage that are franchised hotels mm-hmm. that are not your employees. I just, I, I wonder how much of kind of the, the employment culture you guys try and carry over to the franchise side of the business, understanding that like it, that's, it's kind of a hot topic or hot button issue to try and you can't exert too much control over. Right those businesses or else you get into all sorts of joint employer and and all these things that you guys don't want to focus on so I mean what do you do to kind of bring the best parts of it without getting too um putting too much control over the franchisees yeah you know you're absolutely right it is a complex business model um but we are we are committed and working to making sure that all of our team members have access to many of the opportunities and offerings that we've talked about today uh, we work really closely with our owners and our franchise properties to ensure that they're building great cultures on their own, um, along with guidance that we can provide around areas such as recognition and learning and training. Um, and so far, what we're seeing is our properties do an incredible job at building their own cultures while still being connected to our you know, 104-year-old legacy and values. Um, I think there's a common ground among all 460,000 of us uh, on the benefits that they want and need. And so um, mm-hmm. we are able to to partner to ensure that the entire team member ecosystem is is supported and having a good experience at work. Is it um, is it ever difficult to kind of explain the ROI on on benefits to owners? Because obviously their goal is to make as much money, make as much profit as they can. And you know, the more they spend on their employees, the less that they're pulling out of the business. Um, mm-hmm. is, is there ever a difficulty to say, well, no, it might seem counterintuitive that if you spend more on X, you get more on Y? Yeah, no, I think we're lucky in the business of people serving people that investing in our people actually does drive a higher, higher ROI and is so connected to our business. Um, mm-hmm. And so that is, that is a story that we tell, to, whether it's to our owners, um, but I think it makes the desire to invest in your people a little bit greater, knowing that it does drive a higher guest satisfaction and um, a higher level of service. Mm-hmm. And I guess the other piece from what you brought up uh, that I'm wondering about is, is there ever a challenge that you guys face in kind of employee reputation management? Obviously, like the glass doors of the world are such a huge deal right now. Is it is it challenging kind of main or managing that knowing that somebody might have a negative employment experience somewhere that you guys have no control over but because Hilton's on the front door they might not fully understand that yeah you know I think something like that can happen in any any business that has a model like ours um yeah. it's it's always disappointing to hear whether it's publicly or privately that somebody is having a bad experience uh under one of our flags um so I think that is you know, why the training that we do is so important um, and the learning that we're offering is huge. And then, you know, we do tell our story, our culture story to our owners and our franchise population, um, whether, you know, whether they're a managed hotel or not. Um, 
we also, well, it's not with our franchise population, but we do also survey our team members and have like a global census. Um, and that allows us to really kind of hopefully pick up on some of these acute issues before they would become something that shows yeah. up on Glassdoor and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just broadly then, I mean, this can be something within the ecosystem of, of Hilton or something that you see as an HR professional um, across the board, but what are, what are the qualities that you see in businesses that, that really serve their employees the best? Um, that's a good question. I think um, there's a few areas I think that are crucial to focus on. I think the first thing we mentioned this is prioritizing competitive and competitive benefits. For mm -hmm. us, that takes shape through our Go Hilton program, which is our um, travel discount program offering employees at every level of the business deeply, deeply discounted rates at any hotel worldwide. Mm -hmm. um, I think additionally, supporting employee well-being both inside and outside of work. This is something that we all learned through the pandemic. Um, that is critical to do. You know, we began offering our team members and those closest to them, including children, parents, pets, or anyone who needed care, this care for all initiative. It's not just available to our team members, but it's available to their their uh, those that they're caring for. And it includes mm -hmm. tools, tools and resources um, to support mental well-being and, you know, caregiving um, support. I think also celebrating the diversity of a company and prioritizing that, you know, like I mentioned, we do have locations all around the world and so diversity is what core to makes us special. This is, you know, one of the many reasons why we celebrate different cultures, backgrounds, viewpoints, because um, it is representative of the guests and the communities that we serve. You know, we have nine team member resource groups, um, which build community and allyship within Hilton. Um, and helps us, you know, be better serving of our team members, our guests, and our communities. Mm -hmm. And and then I'd say finally, um, recognition. You know, recognize and reward your employees for a job well done. It seems so simple, but that um, has always been one of the highest drivers of engagement. Uh, we have our Catch Me at My Best program that is really cool. It allows guests, managers, and peers to quote unquote, catch a team member who goes above and beyond uh, and is delivering exceptional guest experience. And then we, you know, celebrate and amplify those who have been recognized. I would say, you know, between benefits, well-being, celebrating the diversity of your culture and recognizing your team members, those are the qualities that um, that people should be focused on. So the last one really gets at the, the next question I wanted to ask. Um, but a lot of the stuff you're talking are so, you know, a big company can like Hilton can do these big things that that help the your you know workforce across the board. But I'm mm -hmm. wondering if if you're a manager of a small team or you know somebody at a property that doesn't necessarily have sway or access to all the tools that you know Hilton has, what are kind of the small things the like person to person things that you think are vital to kind of in creating the work environment that's you know enriching to employees that they want to be in yeah you know so much of this especially in smaller work environments comes down to actually getting to know your team you know yeah. people we feel that people want to have just a fully human experience at work they want to feel mm -hmm. seen they want to know that their managers understand that they have lives outside of work that there is mm -hmm. flexibility um, that isn't one size fits all flexibility that could be, you know, met their needs. Um, and ultimately just that employees are seeking job opportunities that fit into their lifestyle, not the other way around. 
And so yeah. I think a lot of the small stuff has to go with getting to know your team, understanding what makes them tick um, and being able to meet them in the middle. Uh, and, and again, recognition is free. That's another one. Like, I don't think you have yeah. to be a large scale company to recognize, you know, we have our large recognition programs, but there are a ton of small opportunities to rec employ recognize employees year round, make them feel like their work matters. Um, we do all sorts of, our properties are incredible at coming up with more localized recognition moments and values days and things like that. So I would say, you know, getting to understand your team members so that you can provide them the benefits and flexibility that they need. Hilton obviously is much on a larger scale. And so we do that through things like our global census and listening groups and focus sessions. But if you're in a smaller environment, taking the time to really understand what your team members are looking for. Um, and then, you know, as I mentioned, just recognition, I think those are, those are key regardless of your size. Yeah. I think, I mean, everybody probably has some experience where they, they have felt personally the difference between a manager that cares about their well-being and one that doesn't and kind of underlines that, that old idiom that people quit bad management, not companies. Agree. Now, I'll just ask to, to put a capper on this was if there's anything else you wanted to share that you're interested in talking about um no i think we covered quite a bit of it really just that i guess i think you know being a great place to work goes beyond a lot of the programs and benefits that we talked about today uh it really requires a commitment to values you know providing the tools resources and benefits that team members need to have that fully human experience at work um, and so, you know, at Hilton, it's all part of our dedication to bringing our founder's vision to light, to spread the light and warmth of hospitality. All right. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time. I think this has been great. Absolutely. Thank you. I'm Devon Reed. I'm Omari Head. And I'm Chris Henry. We're the hosts of the Next Gen and Lodging podcast on the Hotel News Now podcast network. It's a monthly show in which we interview a new generation of hoteliers to get their insights into a variety of disciplines and topics from finance to food and beverage and hotel operations. Listen to us on Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of the Hotel News Now podcast was recorded and edited by Sean McCracken on January 8th, 2024. Visit hotelnewsnow.com for the latest industry news every day.